Hey everybody and welcome to the Vobis Dude Podcast. I'm here today with Fozzie and Ralu, two good friends of mine, uh, very well versed in movement. Please introduce yourselves. So I'm Ralu and I don't know, I work as a designer, but I don't know if that defines me necessarily. I do a lot of different things. I also studied informatics and I do a lot of sports, like any kind. I'm always curious to try out more. And hi, I'm Fozzy. In my professional life, I'm head of Innovationsmanufaktur and also like the visionary director. And we are sort of masterminding the German Innovation Hub Elite Sports, which is always challenging. And I love to think out and realize new things. And in my private life, I'm like a idiot strongman acrobat and also I love to travel and explore places and uh, cultures and meet up with people and I was curious. Oh yeah, yeah, also like I wouldn't say necessarily anymore that I like to travel but I really like to follow my friends around the world wherever I got somebody that I know or I met I really like to follow up and then also meet them in their own country quite often. We're here today talking about movement, so I wanted to hear about both of your backgrounds in movement. You've told me a little bit just now, but let's go into depth, please. Oh, well, um, I'm definitely not the one that uh, did the most sports from us, but I did a bit of gymnastics, as any Romanian girl does in Romania, Um, and afterwards um, I was just trying to do stuff on my own like to learn you know this backflip in your room with your mattress and fail and like get injured don't do that at home and then i was working a lot on my flexibility alone because that i could just practice every day and just keep up with it and afterwards when i came to munich around like five years ago i started doing this acrobatics i started finding out about circus disciplines and handstands and everything that's related with body weight, I think, like calisthenics and so on. And I'm from a very rural area in the center of Germany. And so I was always lacking opportunities to move when I was young and I wasn't really talented. The only talent I had was I was (laughs) quite strong, Um, but I needed to do something with that. And so I was just uh, going through the forest and cutting trees with an axe or something just to to get get rid of my energies. And coming to Munich, I started to try every uh, sports literally, but the one that I got hooked on was then American football because it was I could really uh, use my 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 strength and and power and also my determination in sports. So if I do. Uh, physical activity sports I'm, I'm very focused and determined because it's just a great feeling not because I'm too much a serious person <laughs> and after uh, I had lived for a while in Japan coming back I really rediscovered acrobatics which I had been trying out before and acrobatics also gives you the opportunity to uh, to design your own strength challenges, so to say, but it's uh, as opposed to American football, 
it's uh, it's much more social or different type of social it's, it's very immediate social also uh, with men and women so it's uh, it's, it's, it's cross-gender social and uh, it's 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 really usually the acrobats are very extrovert people and uh, it's a it's a very funny relaxed atmosphere which i liked and because we didn't do acrobatics for a competition but uh, rather uh, for shows it's also a great stimulus for for creativity so we were always thinking about some new movements some new exercise some new clothes some new stories some new music some new whatever and that was really the the, the intense social aspect and uh, the the opportunity to be very creative uh, combined with your own strength challenges it was just a perfect mix for me i still try out many things and i love it but i i my deepest love is definitely with acrobatics yeah i agree i think it's also a lot about the people acrobatics really because you have to trust your partner trust that your partner will also do 100 percent, and then you're always surrounded by people is that's also how you two met each other right through, through <laughs> acrobatics or something to do with handstands i yeah yeah i was <laughs> it was actually a really funny story i was just in um Englischer Garten is a really big park here in Munich and I was waiting to train with some other people that were doing not acrobatics but acro yoga which is rather just a softer version of acrobatics and Fozzie's partner didn't arrive and he just like saw me uh, warming up and he just came by like hey you know if you want to do something like a bit more powerful you can just come by my blanket over there and yeah after a while like five minutes <laughs> i showed up okay let's do the strength thingy you know yeah i was just waiting there a little bit bored and warming up and i saw this 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 uh girl arriving to to the to the acro yoga people and i said what is she doing there already by warming up i saw that she could definitely do loads more than just having a, a base flyer and pondering about how you feel with it and uh, then I said no we, sh- we should we should make something out of this op- very obvious talent so I'm I'm, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> so I'm so happy that we potential sh- acquisition <laughs> <laughs> about this day no because really it, it, it afterwards yes, also yeah, turned yeah. out a very good match in in the mix of humor and easy going and total focus in the exercise itself while and still not being serious yeah like all while the time. still not being serious and this mix is not so often so yeah I'm, it's hard to find i'm happy <laughs> oh i'm it's like really an honor i'm really <laughs> <laughs> okay so more sliming now <laughs> can you cut this out <laughs> no no we keep it <laughs> um what is what is power play well the I've just before been talking about um, my predilection to experiment and uh, to play and to find new things even uh, in acrobatics with people and me for the job and for out of my interest traveling a lot you will find acrobats in many places but definitely not in all but almost always you find a gym and uh, as a former football player of course i'm used to gym training but it 
the regular gym training is 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 really boring for me uh, and i cannot make uh, even if i could i mean i i can it doesn't make sense to have a rigid training schedule because i'm traveling and i'm one day here and some other day there in a different environment and some other days I do acrobatics or I'm on the beach where there's nothing. So it does not make sense to follow a fixed uh, schedule. So I started to also play around in the gym and I noticed more and more advantages that were associated with that. Um, one advantage was that I could integrate uh, activity or training uh, objectives that usually are not so much exciting to me for example flexibility or mobility or uh, coordination which are important but training just them can be uh, even more boring than just training for strength but if you combine all of that it gets very funny and you try everything at once and having uh, fun as an, and as an additional factor and then I discovered that my really my physical competence so my body awareness and, and body competence increased a lot and the loads and strains that I could feel on my joints they decreased so I had far more healthier joints and no more problems with the joints because of you know all this playing and, and acting and all these new loads always coming new angles uh, and I felt much more safe in a new environment with with the balance and where is my, my, my body, how much force can I use and so mm -hmm. all of that uh, I, was, I, was, uh, I was really happy that I could achieve all of that uh, at once and I even got better in my strength in acrobatics which was the most exciting mm -hmm. that and there also you don't have a very fixed lines of force and so you need to be versatile and playing is inviting for people who also like to play so of course, I was uh, very happy that uh, Ralu also joined to the gym for training. But uh, actually, we started with acrobatics there. But then we tried all yeah, sorts of other things and enjoyed it. And then other people in the gym, they got aware. And they say, it's, it's so nice for a change. And it shows you where your weaknesses are, definitely. <laughs> so it's, it's, for me, it's a perfect mix. Yeah, so actually, it's a, it's a really big concept. But really basic described it's that we incorporate more elements in the training. Like we're not training just strength, or like we don't have an exercise just for I don't know shoulders and back. But we we incorporate also for example a bosu ball, and then suddenly you have balance in, uh, integrated too. So you still do the strength, but your core has to also stay like strong because you also want to balance and then maybe we end we add up also some movement and then it's also coordination and it's always like a mixture of this and this is what makes it super complex and really really interesting and this is what the playing and also trying to reinvent how you do your exercises like these machines in the fitness um, studios they can be used in so many different ways not just how you see on the small inscriptions on them mm -hmm. like you can you can i don't know you can put your feet where your hand should go or you can instead of pulling you can push some of them because a lot of them are really um like flexible yeah just have to be a bit creative i think i also coming back to what Fozzy said it's so much about also stimulating your mind so it doesn't get boring uh -huh. 
and for me it's like to really shout out a bit out there that you don't have to be disciplined in everything like i think that sometimes you can succeed also not by being disciplined but really uh being creative and motivated in something because for me it never worked i i really i think that i achieved some things like in my life i did well in some um subjects and in school and like career but it was never because i was like every day waking up at seven and doing something super consequent and that's mm. it but i would rather always find a way to enjoy what i need to do and then i would go like 120% in so power play is a it's a kind of it's a approach like right now yeah. you're kind of building on it i i can tell it's like a philosophy incorporating play yeah. incorporating movement all these different aspects strength mobility flexibility having a different approach yeah exactly using that's things why other than for their in, like written out purpose this type of thing yeah that's why i would say it's a really complex concept because it's yeah. not just about the gym it's yeah it's a philosophy that's nice yeah way. and it makes you uh, more flexible not only in your mind but then again also in where you do your physical activity like just now we Taped, uh, you took the video of us doing the power play in a, just a regular office environment and it's really amazing then uh, you should link the <laughs> yeah yeah I'll, I'll <laughs> the show video by the time in this the comes podcast out. that how many different types of exercise you come up with out of a sudden in just a regular environment where there's just a regular office things because you are trained in in looking at at things not only as like a table or a chair or so but also as a type of uh, training play power play mm -hmm. um, toy and out of sudden th then it's where where you where you're training flexibility and the fun comes and starts and you can then do physical activity exciting physical tvf physical fun wherever it's really nice another nice aspect yeah you're not uh not depending on your like surroundings right don't you don't have to be dependent on ah but i don't have my gears here ah but there is no gym here but like mm. th no excuses in the end because yeah i can just like do it whenever wherever and also in general this philosophy you can apply in life also like about yeah. everything you do like you don't it doesn't have to be in this like perfect square box in order for you to be able to start doing it or just like like adapt it's like really really important can i ask you a really philosophical question oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> what what does uh it mean to play for both of you maybe we can go one oh, at yeah. a time and i'm gonna fill up my wine we're drinking <laughs> yeah. wine by the way <laughs> well this we need for the inspiration yes. for keeping, because we are being asked philosophical questions <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we'd better be prepared the play aspect is uh, for me the rediscovery of the environment with no specific plan and purpose with maybe an abstract plan mm -hmm. and purpose but you know, you're not you're, you're just getting away from from routines from orders from algorithms from all of that you create your own world and rediscover see the world anew in a way that's why we distinguished it from game with the game plan or a football game or what whatever games the the, the playful approach mm -hmm. to your environment to things you are doing and this as a complement 
can be extremely helpful. Of course, it's not that the whole life always functions in, in terms of play and sometimes routines make a lot of sense or orders or so. But to, to learn to build up more competence mm -hmm. and to become flexible and uh, also in your, in, your, in your mind in what you're doing um, and also to enjoy the time to get into the flow, to, to enjoy the moment, all of that you have when you're playing. So it's really very advantageous complementing other aspects of life when you have enough space to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't have to be all your life like this because of course sometimes you need to be more serious and but when you have that opportunity I think it's you should play. And for me it's mostly it's removing this fear factor because there is no outcome. There is no there is nothing that it has to be it has to go in a, a particular way. You just like explore and exactly get in this flow. I think it's super important. I think we do um, feel it like a lot of times in our lives. We just maybe don't think about it. Mm -hmm. Like when you get to learn a new skill or like a new language and then you're finally mastering it a bit and then you're getting in this flow or like when you, when you work out, definitely. Like the first 15 minutes maybe you're not into the mood to do it yeah. but then you run a bit you stretch a bit and then like okay just keep going and i think uh, this flow has a lot to do with playing and yeah like not having this perfection fear of like doing mm -hmm. things and it can be applied on anything can we maybe we can describe what's going on in the room around us and how we could apply this concept in in this room if that's okay like Right now, for the people listening, we're in a room, there's a, a couple chairs, there's a couch, there's a glass table, decently high ceiling, maybe depending on how tall you are, but um, <laughs> there, there's, there's some space. Um, how, how would you go about playing in this room with, with this concept that we're talking about? How would we start? Well, it depends what, uh, what we are aiming at in the play. If, it's, if we're aiming uh, to some physical play, like mm -hmm. the power play. Yeah, yeah sort of thing which I presume now because then the environment makes a lot of sense we would then of course if everybody is convinced that that they now also like to play and dare to play and that it makes sense so no, we not uh, then we then we start with simple um, exercises we could say like exploration or with no? explorations with things that there are for example there is that one chair looks like a keg mm -hmm. now with that obviously with the keg you can somehow roll it and need to balance it because of this keg like shape so yeah. we would okay can we roll and and balance and can we maybe do some push-ups on this keg like thing while balancing and even maybe while rolling Mm -hmm. Or uh, can we use it, uh, obviously, as a way to lift it up? This is maybe more natural, but can we lift it up in another way? Can we lift it up with the feet? Can we hand it over in, in a manner so that, that even with that keg the being quite a boring thing, you, you, can, you can already start to, to, to explore. We would give everybody a different object. Mm -hmm. And so now try to discover, take your time in pairs of like two, yeah. if we were more people. Uh, and so now discover, discover the chair you're on, 
which with uh, adjustable height. <laughs> so can, what can you make with that adjustable height and with these, with these, with this gas cylinder? Can you mm -hmm. press it down and make it like a spring, like you, you get up faster yeah. if you if you release it at the at the same moment? Can you balance it somehow on one side so that it, it stands slant and uh, that, that that you have a, a type of movement with your leg when you're sitting on, on another place so trying to balance this chair in, a, in an interesting position so you have the balancing with your leg and obviously you need some force to be, to be able to balance it which is not a lot but then you get into things that you can do with with even that chair which which it allows you to do and uh, then you discover and you see the objects in a new way and from that on then you are more can dare more to play then you put this together and then we put the the keg and the chair together so you sit on that chair and take the keg and and and, 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 and while you are rotating like you do now with your body then then you rotate with the keg from one side to another maybe there sits somebody who you give the and you make the game and handing over the keg when more people sitting and rotating with their body and, and out of sudden so but this needs practice yes so would you say that some people need like a basic understanding of movement um in order to be safe in doing things like this like because a lot of what you're telling me, I feel like we're, we're testing the objects around us, right? But maybe somebody might need an understanding of their own body or some experience moving. In general, yeah. that's the idea because there's the fastest possible learning is with playing, mm -hmm. really. So the, 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 even if you're at school or so, the playing is the fastest way to learn because yeah. of the immersion. So you will quickly learn about your physical abilities and at first in that room we wouldn't put the challenge too high so that you don't need to be afraid yeah. at that uh, and there's a few very very basic rules that uh, we tell people mm -hmm. in that case for example uh, there's almost no rule because your body is made to play really and mm -hmm. neither the keg nor the chair there's no big loads here involved so yeah. nothing you don't need to worry about anything the only thing that you should learn from the beginning try to master is the focus mm. yeah is yeah. that the whatever movement you do you try to do it focused so you mm -hmm. try to you're not you're not you're, once you're doing a movement 100 percent like you're into the movement yeah, yeah. and not uh, not doubting and not always trying to change posture or whatever uh -huh. you yeah, are yeah. into that movement that is the only thing that you still should need to learn from the beginning because that is that is your, your basic safety measure okay whatever movement you do as long as you have total concentration focus only on that movement and keep total tension Mm -hmm. Almost never um, any any accident can happen. Um, yeah, the the bodies like our bodies are actually amazing. Like they adapt to so much, and also it's important to say that we are we wouldn't give the tasks to others. So the people can explore themselves, and they should know how much they can handle. They know their strength, they know their bodies, and this is why I think it's kind of safe, mostly. Mm -hmm. 
because you don't uh, follow somebody else's regime or you don't follow somebody else's exercise you just mm -hmm. adapt to your own like body i know what helps is if you have more experienced people then assist you on the plate so while playing mm, yeah so that they say why not do, yes. try this and that or if you need to be careful so if you work with uh, with more difficult postures and heavier loads then mm -hmm. just take care of this and that which is not much really i mean uh, the, the 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 interesting thing is if you're playing if you always have different types of of loads and angles and weight and exercises that is the best way to keep healthy The, mm -hmm. the, the, if you always do the same exercise, then it's when you need to be that need to take care that somehow you do it in the correct fashion, and then this rather increases um, your your likelihood for for injuries in everyday life or another exercise because mm -hmm. you're only trained in this one particular uh, movement. But life is not about one movement, lines of force like in the weight training machines. Mm -hmm. Life is agility. Is any anything's possible? I, I see this as like it's contrast to a lot of what I see people practicing in the gym. Like a lot of people have a routine and then they they kind of build up on that. Maybe Tuesdays they do biceps and back, or, or Wednesdays they do legs and and shoulders. So. And keep that back straight at 90 degrees and that angle of the knee at 45. Yeah, yeah. so and this, yeah, this is what a lot of the prescribed things are, are for a lot of people who maybe are starting to work out. So um, I, th I think it's really in interesting, you know, that I've, I've heard of the movement movement. There's like, <laughs> like, I don't know if you've heard of like Ido Portal, these, these types of people, they, yeah. they do like movement coaches that, um, like I, this I getting back to this uh, primordial movement yeah, right? yeah like this, this type yeah, of thing. yeah i don't know if i probably don't know Fozzie, but they're promoting this um develop not just developing strength but developing functionality and mobility in your like to like um yeah like a lot of body weight things and like acrobatics but maybe just solo and so yeah you train a lot and you have a lot of uh, muscles but if you can't do something functional in everyday life then it's like such a waste right mm -hmm. and this is what we want to promote too mm -hmm. and but there are two different like one thing exactly like this training in order to be functional that's why we want this coordination and balance incorporated mm -hmm. another one is like this playfulness so it doesn't get boring for the mind mm -hmm. uh, so you still enjoy the entire process And I, f I would say the third one is also this, not everything has to be so exact. Like, yeah. at least I know for me and also for Fozzy, this is really like uh, discouraging. Like, because yeah. uh, I, I have some, I, tra I train with friends, of course. I have mm -hmm. a lot of friends and there's, everybody trains different. It's not like yeah. all my friends train like this. And I was, I was starting to doing a pull-up and mm -hmm. we were really into this kind of a game, like who, who can do more or I don't yeah, remember yeah. exactly. And I started, I was super focused and super in and, and somebody starts, ah, but not like this, you have to uh, your grab, I don't know how, and your arm has to be it's like, for all the fun went away, <laughs> like yeah. literally all the fun went away. Because they, they want to see a certain type of pull-up, right? Yes. Either, either way. Yeah, yeah. And I was up, like, chin up. Just let's do it now. We are in the game. We're f I was super focused, and I so lost my focus afterwards. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. Don't don't be mistaken that it's not um, 
I'm, I'm very convinced that this playful approach can do a lot, but it cannot do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is what I think definitely good for, for, for people coming into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is good as it's a perfect complement for, for maybe many, maybe almost all sports mm-hmm. in, in the way you approach the mix of strength training and, uh, and flexibility and agility and coordination and everything but if for a certain sport uh, you need a certain type of strength mm-hmm. then you need uh, to train also this strength um, like yeah of course we're also training yeah, in I know the gym. I need yeah, to, yeah. to lift Ralu uh, up while standing so sometimes we need to train how, how often can I lift yeah. her up and, and uh, some some exercise building up to that but the interesting thing is that if you're a little bit more experienced you can combine this mm-hmm. so if I said for example I had the uh, I, I did a heavy lifting in standing because this is typically something that acrobats need um, in acrobatics then in the, the next play session I would rather not again do some lifting, but mm. rather some pulling movements. Okay. Um, and because it doesn't matter, I don't need to, to, to do the very heavy pulling, then I can do much more versatile. And this will relieve the whole, you know, arms and back and, and compensate for the stress I have on the front shoulders. And so uh, then even if you, if you really, um, if you really have a, a high, ambition in sports it is then at times very helpful and it it, it, it takes care of all the rest so to say even yeah. so if, if you're very ambitious and think you're be much more successful than if you're serious all the time mm-hmm. it's also the resilience so then with us doing the play also we're sure whatever happens we can somehow manage it yeah. whatever you know in the acrobatics this is not a fixed machine so however you, you, you get up, you're jumping, you're lifting, anything could happen. Every we are not worried different. about any, you know, any movement that, that somebody cannot stand this, this, this load anymore or cannot know how to, how to turn around or so because it's embodied through the play. Okay, I want to ask you, where, where do you want to take power play? Like maybe in the near future, what would you like to do with this concept? Or if you can give us a sneak peek that of like what you have in store, maybe that would um, be cool. Drum roll! So first of all, I want to bring it to my friends because <laughs> I really would like to train with them. It's not like because oh, I want to sell this concept and it's amazing and everybody should do it. More like mm-hmm. I really want to experience this with them all the time when I have like when I get uh, to train with like new friends or wherever I, I always incorporate something but it's not because I'm thinking ah oh, this is a concept and really like it but I always have a crave this like oh let's do also something together let's do also something like yeah, experimental uh, we are I'm we are doing our you know hit workout like the 45 yeah, minutes yeah. and super good and like consequent and the reps but afterwards I also want to enjoy this social part and of the people like I really 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 miss this sometimes and yeah, I always push somehow. <laughs> let's try, let's try something small. And I actually also have some uh, friends that 
are not so experimental. They would say, nah, let's stay to the normal ones. <laughs> but then like, I just, we start small, I just do something little and then we, you get in the flow. So this is also I've, really I've seen nice. you get people to do handstands who I normally would not think <laughs> they would want to do handstands. So that, that's, I, I think you find that part very enjoyable, right? Yeah. Like, someone trying the very first time to do Yeah, it. actually, yeah. also with you, no? Like, yeah. we, went in, we went in a ski trip with the company. I just wanted to show a really simple acrobatic number uh, where the base, so basically Michael, is laying on the floor with the hands uh, stretched yeah. and I would do a shoulder stand on his hands but because I know myself and I know it I can do it I didn't tell him before what's coming up so bam yeah I was just like okay what what's happening and then, and then we just did a super good like act but it's also like this right like it's, it's so nice to experiment and like don't know all the time what's coming up it's a, it's a good surprise for people too. yeah yeah, yeah. and then also like a lot of my friends were kind of like impressed of how much they can actually do they never tried. Yeah. Actually, I'm... Or I got, while doing that, I got more and more ambitious with it. One point is that we are, with my company, with Innovationsmanufaktur, we are moderating uh, also an international network about the joy of movement, how to make people move more. And I really want to find out if power play can be an approach to make people move and enjoy movement that otherwise would not go to the gym or do this this physical activity that that has all these fitness benefits you know mm -hmm. of course they can go for a walk but this is the the fitness benefits of the of the whole body they are uh, not as big as, as if you if you if you really would embark in power play so would that work that is already one thing can I make it attractive and we had mm -hmm. one uh, quite promising video chat where you've also taken mm -hmm. part with uh, people now from Japan, South Africa, Mexico already, that was very exciting. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. spread the idea that physical activity and very useful, very efficient mm -hmm. if, uh, if an, an effective physical activity can be fun. This is really exciting. We can transport this so if we can make people move more. And this is definitely something and I also can envision to position it in some sports as a by training. If people say from from track and field or from football or from whatever sports, we see we need something to compensate. Mm -hmm. So we need some other abilities and to present them in a playful way. Yeah. Especially for young athletes, that could also be very exciting. And I can imagine that the rehabilitation um, in a different set of rules can be more exciting. People who need to start moving again in, in a certain way and then if they discover it's not a pain in the ass but it is fun, mm. that could be very effective. So I think there is a, a big number of opportunities there mm -hmm. and I would like to tap on that. And it, it, Besides the, the advantages I'm sure it has on your on your body, it also has an advantage on your mind that sometimes the world allows itself and people allow themselves to play. Mm. How nice. There's so much crazy seriousness for nothing in that world that it needs to have a compensation at some times. So in order mm. to be really effectively serious at other times. So I want to I want to ask you guys about something 
not so nice, um, mm. COVID-19, um, I was wondering if it has altered the way you implement this vision or affected your planning in any way? I mean, people are staying indoors more now, I'd say, than ever before. Um, I mean, we also, we also just start, like, starting implementing the concept just recently. So we were developing the concept for a while, mm-hmm. but implementing and shooting and yeah, it was started recently. But Of course, part of the attractiveness of um, power play leaning uh, on also some ideas of acrobatic doing things together. Some people obviously need to, to have this physical distance yeah. issue that fortunately enough among the two of us we don't but uh, but in general it we were using it and positioning it as something again very beneficial because then the gyms were closed ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so what people do so we started to um, discover close to the river here close to the Isar river a heap of stones yeah. Where at times we would go and play with the stones, or we would find things to play at home. Of, of course, outdoors is still better. So with that flexibility in mind and body, uh, as I said before in the office, to do power play anywhere because you just discover things that there are and do that and play with them in the, for for physical and mental benefit. This gives you so much more versatility than if you say so. Now what? And they're watching the Instagram posts. Oh, this is exciting! <laughs> what they, what the people are doing. Oh, how crazy! But they don't do it themselves. Mm-hmm. So that is the opportunity. Having the the the, the, the creativity and the physical uh, competence to do some physical activity wherever. One small positive thing I think from the pandemic is actually that people got more creative and yeah. in like different fields and. Why not? One can be this workout field yeah. and movement and it, it, fits, it fits how somehow good together, like a starting point. Because now people discover how much more they can do and because the routine was broken, even they wanted or not. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah now yeah. We, we were here and it's just, ah, <laughs> you can actually take this with you afterwards when it, this is a hand, oh, like ending too. I think I, some people were just forced to like figure out how to work out at home. Even, yeah. even if they didn't want to, they had to like lift up bags of mm-hmm. their school books or something, you know, instead of their weights at the gym. So I found this to be really cool. Yeah. Raluca, I have a question for you, actually. Mm. So I know that you're a designer, people listening. Uh, she's a designer. Uh, Raluca, I was wondering if your experience with movement or acrobatics has influenced your designing in any noticeable way. Mm, okay, so yeah, I work as a designer for four years now, um, together with Michael actually, <laughs> the same company. That's how we know each other. By the way. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. Let me think. Well, maybe not directly, but I would say that movement has influenced my life. So, and de- design is a really big part of my life uh, because work is a big part of my life, and I I don't want to step I. Yeah, I don't want to separate it. Like for me, it's not, ah, today I have to go to work. And then when I finish work, I start leaving. You can be honest. It's it's, okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nobody's listening. Only, only, only a few of our co-workers would listen to this. So don't worry. This is not sponsored by our company. No, really. And I really try to apply this actually in general. Yeah. And what I did notice is that when I don't train or like move or play or anything related for a really long time, like let's say maybe two weeks, I really feel more grumpy i'm more i'm different as a person mm-hmm. when when i move maybe like on a daily basis when i do like training and i just i'm so much nicer so i guess it just really affects my personality also and my mood so, and of course like this affects a lot how i design them like maybe i don't need to be happy to design but i need inspiration so i i need to be like free in my mind mm-hmm. and this really movement definitely gets it done okay and, and fozzy for you like do you do you feel that movement affects your non-movement related life aspects as well oh so much um it started very early when, when i was giving my very first presentation in the conference I did not do any acrobatics yet at that time and soon after when I did some shows in acrobatics and I then gave a presentation it was all different because I was there also with a physical uh, presence that was self-evident so that now I'm always very very present which I like and mm-hmm. it's not only the mind, but it's it's the whole of me is present and is ready for anything, and that I think is also part of it of a different aura of of your intensity in doing things. And the second is that it is extremely important for me to have movement and physical challenge, really physical activity, balancing mental challenge and. So I never understood the people who say, oh, I'm so busy or I have to have some exams so I cannot do sports. Then I do need sport. This is, I cannot, I don't understand how they can write good exams without doing physical activities yeah. in between. When do they refresh their minds? And the third thing is that being good at at least some things in physical activity, like in my case, in acrobatics give you a more complete self-confidence which is also good to have in the job and the fourth with power play is that it's again a continuous creativity training in the play which keeps the mind alert and which keeps you discovering and playful and not becoming routinized and boring for me as an as an innovation guy it would be deadly to, to fall into routines I have a, a micro level question now for maybe both of you. Um, what are the most important things for someone to remember when they do a handstand? <laughs> what, what, are, what, are the, what are the basics, first off? Let's say somebody who's like kind of strong, maybe athletic, but doesn't really know how to do a handstand. What would you tell this person? Just do it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, do we, how does this person get started? Um, for, like... Usually I show my friends yeah. how to do a good headstand. Okay. Because it's so much about the control. But everything else is like depends so much on the person and 
yeah. Do you do you tense your like core? You tighten your core and your glutes and like, what? what <laughs> nothing. Is there anything you should keep in mind? Oh, I can't give advice on that because every yeah. time I do handstand, it's just different, and <laughs> I'm not the master of uh, handstand. But there are so many tutorials out there. There are many. But the point is, I would say like, just yeah, to have fun while doing it. <laughs> well, um, it's again. You can apply part of, of, of the, the playful way. Yeah, You said it is the person is athletic because, of course, the first precondition is that you can support yourself on your hands, so yeah. the weight. So you shouldn't even think about doing handstand when your arms cannot support your weight. If you can't do a push-up, yeah. it wouldn't make sense. Uh, yeah, and, and then you need to, uh, to get away from the push-up and push something above your head mm -hmm. because it's a different force that you need. Because if, if you're always only into push-up, then the shoulders would not, never be open enough, likely, to mm -hmm. support the weight above your head. Or I mean, yeah. that's actually the head is above your yeah. hands yeah, than yeah. if you're in a handstand. But it's important to push things also above your head and not only in front with the chest, but also with the shoulder. Mm -hmm. And this is really important, even uh, when, we, when we are uh, doing acrobatics we work a lot on the basics and we find playful ways to do so yeah while uh, citing rhymes or clapping with the feet while doing a shoulder stand uh. or stupid just to make it more exciting and to divert then the focus in that in that simple exercise uh, so, so so to routinize it but then once you have this is the, the basic ability then take a wall take somebody to help you yeah, get people. up uh, and then play again, play with it, push push uh, out of the shoulders, push in, try to tighten your belly, your back, your ass, your, your legs, try to feel your body, try to move a little bit to, to one side or another so that you get the, the physical competence, uh, which at, at first you may seem, wow, shit, but you will improve so much faster if you get this competence in being upside down, mm -hmm. then if you always follow strict routines, then you will need ages to do a good handstand. Yeah. But if you if you if you use the, the, the playful, the experimental way and build up the competence first to 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 balance yourself upside down, then you're so much faster. Yeah, and you're never like entirely lost. Yeah. That's it's a really like good point. To always discover to always explore and then when you so you never get in these situations when you're like really really confused and don't know what to do mm -hmm. so i think it's a lot about this because our bodies can cope with a lot of things it's just like mind so you have this feeling of your body mm -hmm. in general and yeah and then a lot of practice <laughs> it's interesting because i i do a lot of both like for for my martial arts training i do a lot of like building up like building up a toughness in a certain area of your body or something but then I also do a lot of play like where there's when you're sparring with your partner you need to be creative otherwise they know exactly what you're gonna do and you're never gonna hit them and you're gonna be the one getting hit in the face so I, I find it uh, very interesting I this next question is for Fozzie this one's this one's about cell phones okay <laughs> you're, you're one of the very few people I know that doesn't have a cell phone or has never really owned a cell phone and I want to hear what 
your thoughts are um, around basically you, you never had a cell phone so you, you got to see the world evolve with cell phones people's psyches evolve as they used cell phones over the years so I just want to hear your thoughts on why you did it how long have you been doing it basically the question is how long have cell phones been around right that's that's how long you've not had that is the easiest way it's, it's, it's around 30 years I think. 30 years wow it's been a long time um, and uh, the there, there's two answers or two two aspects to answering this question the one has to do with my ideals how I think society and, and togetherness people should work um, and that uh, the, the my idea to for example have fixed appointments at times which is so much relaxing that it's good to rely on people then you can make an appointment in mm -hmm. a week or two uh, and then people will be in time and, and, and come uh, and even much more important that people will take notice of you while you're talking and not take notice of all sorts of other things that mm. possibly happening on the phone that there's attention we call this achtsamkeit in German towards other people at that time and they're only there for you and that, that all that is, is for me very important and I don't like this to get lost and possibly also empathy to get lost and of course if I don't like this and I think there's a real danger then for me just for my own authenticity it's important that I don't do the same thing but you know <laughs> and the other one really has to do with my work I know really loads tons of people and have a very good relationship to them intense relationship maybe because of this authenticity in that so I would then be available to all of them all the time and that takes away for me the energy to care for individuals while I'm with them. If I would be with everybody at the same time. So I, I, I don't think I could, because I, I only have so much of mental, emotional ener energy to give. And I like to give it to people directly, really not virtually, because I think this is so much important. And the other one, and that is maybe the most important for me personal, I think um, the cell phones are a big killer of muse. In order to have enough mental energy and creative energy to produce good ideas, very much fitting ideas and concepts in a certain time, in, in, when it's needed, for my mind needs to relax and you need to find ways of muse and need to find times when the mind is just not occupied with anything and it, it relaxes and builds up energy and things get sorted in the brain and, and, and all of that is extremely important for the different tasks that I have that I, there's, I need muse I, I watch too many people who are always when there's any second yeah. where they, there's nothing to do then the, when the muse actually could start slowly developing they're already on the cell phone the, the ability for muse to let muse happen gets lost and that that it's deadly i think for my job and also for my personality i want to be really i want to be the one who has good ideas when it's needed and not the one who's always 
<laughs> on his phone. <laughs> on phone and, and, and says boring things afterwards. Did you see this happening before it happened? Like, or did you start seeing people kind of losing their attention over, over the years? Because cell phones, in the beginning, they functioned just like a regular phone, without a screen, without the internet. So did you see this happening in its early stages and, and realize, okay... Sort of. Yeah. Um, I, had, I, I, didn't, I didn't clearly see the picture, obviously. But I had a feeling that there's something where I need to be very careful. That okay. there's some problems associated with that. And it, it's, it's more uh, a mix of, of, of uh, reflections and intuition also. Because as an innovator, I train myself to also foresee a little bit how good things evolve yeah. and certain trends, how could they how could they develop and also in retrospect I like to learn sometimes I make some prediction just for myself and after 10 years I reflect now yeah. did that happen or not and what so to, to train this this the, the feeling for for what for, for future happenings and for me for the type of real social coherence um, that was always be very very important for me and also the authenticity and the, the being fit in the moment like we said before the power play being the focus ability to focus in that very moment and not all the time a little bit yeah uh, so that that is, is is constitutional of my of my whole set of mind and body and so this is important and I felt uh, already that there is a danger to that even before it was evolving like it is now. Do you have any other predictions that maybe 10 years ago about this time? Did you predict Donald Trump? Did you predict coronavirus, anything like this? He didn't have premonitions, right? <laughs> He's just like, yeah, intuition. Well, not going too much even into detail, but I did some, some predictions about uh, physical exercise, sport activity, and also about mobility devices that turned out quite true, okay. um, which is good to see in retrospect because some are even published. Yeah. Um, like that, there will be much more uh, vehicles, and there will be still more vehicles you can that are in the size something in between a car and a bicycle. And that's something I was kept talking uh, 18 years ago or so because this doesn't make any sense really if you if you want to have a plausible, attractive, sustainable mobility concept that you only have the bicycle and only the car. And uh, now things are happening. There's, there's a, already you Lots see Lots of vehicles this size. Yeah, in, in the, it's a little bit bigger upscale from the bicycle and downscale from the car and still there, there there will be much more coming so this is just just one one prediction but it's much more difficult to to say with the feeling i have about the world evolving especially in trends that i that i don't like so much <laughs> so i don't like to predict and reflect i try to act i try to to contribute so that there's a more livable world for all and attractive. This is what usually my mind focuses on, not ooh the problem and shit and how could I and what was it and how will it, so let's go change it, let's go make it better. Yeah. That is what drives me. 
Now I want to jump to the, the quote unquote fun questions, even though yeah. all, all these questions Finally. have been Finally. totally fun. <laughs> totally fun. Uh. The first question I want you both to answer, maybe you can name let's name one role model you have and then tell us why you admire this person. You can could be dead, alive, fictional, non fictional, somebody in your life. Except Fozzie or it's not that I don't have a role model but rather that I take from everybody I meet something okay. or a bit or I, I quite often like I do this small ret- retrospective for my own mm-hmm. um, like after I spend a lot of time with uh, a new person what what do I learn from this person and I do sometimes I keep notes sometimes just like mental exercise because everybody has something that you can learn from and adapt it to your own life. And I think I do this more often than having this one particular person in my mind and thinking, oh, what, how would she or he act now? Happy that Ralu started to answer this. Because it's <laughs> for me an extremely difficult question. And after pondering about it, I don't think I have any really. Mm. I have, of course, people I admire for certain competencies they yeah. have or for certain things they achieved or for certain ways of doing things which they can do masterfully but for me it was always important to also find my my to go my own way not mm. because I know not not to mistake me it doesn't it doesn't need to be my own way per se in every aspect because mm. it just I found that as I said I want to change things and I always had to feel I go I need to go ahead I, it doesn't make sense to always follow others because I have so much uh, creative energy mind that I I will explore and I like to explore things by myself and there's so many great people that are helpful or that that like Ralu said that kid could give individual ideas and mm. aspects and they serve as as a reflection and and so but it's not that one role model no no one right in the other no one has it all figure it all out so you can like you know take every action or like uh, every decision based like but i know what you mean also yeah you can also just have one person you look up to because no it's it's fine it's, yeah uh, this, this next question is kind of related kind of not you say this is the fun question? No, these are fun. These <laughs> this are is the most fun. difficult. <laughs> these are very this next question is a is a scenario. It's a task. So um, we'll do it one at a time. But do you, a handstand. No, no, no. You, you. It's a, it's a hypothetical. You have to rob a bank. Okay. Oh, now we're you talking. Get, you you get to pick three people to help you out. Who do you pick to help you rob a bank? And tell us why you pick these three people to help you. I mean, if you can be fictional, it can be anything. Yeah. It can be anything. You can, if you think you can do it yourself, that's fine too. But <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one has said that so far. Like right, you need somebody that helps you escape, somebody with a good mind, and somebody that. I've had very, can, very different answers from people. Can take care of the cash or yeah, something yeah. like that, right? Uh, this really is a, a quick brain teaser. It's not yeah. an easy one. No. Um, I would probably choose Karl Theodor Gutenberg because he's this 
he's combines the sliminess and credibility so to mm -hmm. to lure the whole bank people into something whatever uh, whatever it is mm -hmm. and then i need the the technical competence of something like macgyver mm. okay who knows how to to to, to turn solve any problem yeah. in, in a, a make makeshift uh, solution and then a good uh, strategic uh, planner for details who helps in the details i think i could devise a plan but i need to to find somebody to do to do the details for me and that would be ah actually I have very good people in my team but I would not name them <laughs> that that you know that helped me that that really I, I think I have such a great team in innovations manufacturing <laughs> because they 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 really support me realize all the crazy things that I come up with and, yeah. <laughs> and make something good out of them so I would pick one of them also okay I think I would take just one person but okay. i mean it's fictional but i could really imagine he can also uh, rob the bank and like get away with it and would be like spider-man like he could take care of it yeah. and afterwards i could just fly with him on the sky through new york so that would be you could do echo exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> that would be like mission accomplished and having fun spider-man is is also a very good choice <laughs> Next question. Maybe it's simpler. Maybe it's more complicated. What are you going to eat for breakfast tomorrow? This is very s simple. Yeah. Um, because there's not so much choice in my in my fridge slash whatever <laughs> board. Usually, um, if I'm at home mm -hmm. and I'm too lazy, I like very much the fried eggs and things. But I will not prepare this in the morning. And actually, mm -hmm. I'm not able to prepare them. Okay. fried eggs and, and, and sausage and everything when I'm still sleeping. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> Quite hard with the closed <laughs> eyes, yeah? So, this, <laughs> so that's why I, I have some like cottage cheese um, as a base and then I always of course need to try different ingredients together with it so that it doesn't get boring. It gets boring after two days of the same. So I always offer an assortment of nuts and sweets and fruits and whatever and put that in and I can I can just do that while sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> the benefits of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's a good start for me. I used to eat muesli more, but uh, that I, I felt that makes me rather fat and tired. Mm. Yeah. Not so much a good That's start for, me. <laughs> for breakfast. You still have time. You still have time <laughs> to discover mostly, it's not yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> I like more the sweet, uh, like breakfast, not savory. And usually I have frozen fruits in my freezer. Okay. So I just put them in blender with some protein shake. So they so it gets this like ice cream texture, mm, and then something other fruits on top, and that's it. Okay. So you like sweet. Yes, sweet and like soft. In the morning, it has to be uh -huh. soft. Like I don't want to chew it. You know, it has has to be uh -huh. this nice puffy texture. Fuzzy does mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever the dream tells but you. But if other people do it, then oh, it can be anything. Then, then yeah, it yeah, can yeah, yeah. Fried yeah. eggs with the steak, and you know that. Uh -huh. That could be good. I like Mexican breakfast. So nice. For the fans. 
for the fans. So they know what to send fans. over in the morning. Hi, Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> last last question here, maybe it's more self-reflective. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments of time, money, or effort that you put into something? Hmm. That you could tell us about. So I came to the conclusion lately that whatever you're doing, do it like 100%. I think then you have the gain from anything. Like then you really like everything is worth then. If it's just do everything 40%, half the way, like you started this, but you don't give it all the attention. In the end, after two or three years, yeah, you have some obtain, you obtain some skills or you obtain some something. Mm-hmm. But it could have been so much more if you'd have given it 100% if you spend the time anyway. Yeah. So I, w- I would say anything is worth if you like really. Do you have any, any examples from, from your own life that you've like maybe dedicated some time or money uh-huh. or effort into? So, well, obviously, I've read this like creative, like graphic design, design mm-hmm. part because I, I was practicing the tools for. So I, I am able to uh, design and except that definitely sports. Like it should be, I don't know, it should be for me, I think everybody should move and everybody should do training. Like I, I heard, I hear this really often. People say, oh, yeah, but you know, you're a sporty girl. I'm not so sporty. It's like, no, people are sporty. We like mm-hmm. human beings that should move and we are made to move. So definitely this is worth. And money-wise, you don't need to spend money to do sports. Like, you really don't need to. You can if you want something super specific, but you don't have to. Yeah, I, I, I'm, a little bit, <laughs> I'm a little bit so many uh, things, decided right? and undecided. Because one thing I did and put a lot of money and energy into and also created some effect was... Um, an initiative for the uh, Rio Plus 20 summit in 2012. All of these, these big sustainability summits where I was, and I still am so sick and tired about the, do we agree to temperature increase one and a half, two, whatever yeah. degrees in whatever yeah. time. So this is so unspecific. And I, I, I said, we need to have specific things. Uh, and I, I made a, um, I, I devised a campaign and, and things were happening in seven countries. I was traveling there and I was, I was having talks there about and initiated some changes and also in the aftermath. So actually, it's a positive thing. Just uh, the, the energy I put into there, I didn't put into Innovationsmanufaktur and all the the promises we help you and we do this and that and almost none of that ever materialized so i put my company into big trouble so actually that uh, on the one hand i thought well it's great mm-hmm. and and uh, i i like you know i like to go front and it's okay we need to show we can change and that uh, but on the other hand in the aftermath went for many years that mm-hmm. my company went into big trouble because of that, which is not 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 quite so clever. Mm-hmm. So an overall interesting thing where I put time and mon- time and into was that we realized one idea at uh, Wetten das, the German TV show, <laughs> uh-huh. um, and just 
to ma make a crazy idea being realized was one of the very first instances. Mm -hmm. So that you can, you are very strong also in the handstand upside down on your feet. And so you can make a couple of acrobats uh, carry a Formula One car on your feet uh, for five meters. And that was the bet then. Yeah, video is also online. But okay, I need yeah. to Maybe we need to link this video. Yeah, this, link uh, this video. And that was really, uh, it was a, a crazy idea. And, and first, even not my acrobat did believe it. Yeah. So that, that this is possible in a way. And so to make everybody train, but for the vision. And uh, we took more than a year and a half. And it was really, really fucking difficult, to be honest. <laughs> And in the last uh, practice before the show, the most we could do in, 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 in 15 attempts was a meter. Mm -hmm. So I was really so much afraid that how pathetic would that be, you know. <laughs> now, you know, they're calling the bet by names, not by groups. So there would be Fozzy then yeah. with his acrobats and he Failed. walked for five meters. And actually the most difficult was just to lift it off. And usually it wouldn't work because it would fall to some direction. So they can't even lift it off. Mm -hmm. And that I would have felt so shit. And I was really, really worried about that. And on the other hand, very <laughs> determined. So it was an extreme tension and excitement at the same time. More extreme than anything, because there was the, the, the huge hall with all the people and there were 15 million people. All, Almost all of Germany was well, watching. This was for a TV show? Or for a TV yeah. show, yes. TV show, okay. It was a really popular show okay. in... Uh, yeah, in those days. Yeah. And, uh, and I know that, you know, <laughs> and everybody I knew was watching. Yeah. So that, and that was, was really to do something in front of 15 million people. That was a unique feeling for me. That's frightening. Yeah. Uh, and, and then when, when, we, when, when I noticed how everybody was focused then, and then, and then when I was from the back row walking, when I felt that now we did it, and this year and a half, this big tension fell together, and I, I heard the, 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 yeah, the crowd cheering like crazy. Uh -huh. That was and and these sounds and and it, it 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 felt like really I was walking on clouds with my hands. Yeah. very <laughs> unique, and I, I think I could have walked forever. So that in just to experience this type of feeling once, you know, maybe like a little bit Olympic athlete, of course, nowhere near the, the performance, but to work so long for something and train and put everything together. And, and it's, it's really fucking difficult to achieve. And then in, at that moment, okay, now you achieved it and everything, everything fell off and you feel like you can fly and then you can just that's amazing so physically what were they doing they were holding up a formula one car or like they yes yeah like, but like why but no 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 but why so they did a handstand yes how many were you 20 15 15 yeah. people the 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 formula one was lifted on um on their feet so yeah. they, it was already a bit uh, high like suspended they would get underneath do a handstand touch with the feet, the Formula One, and then all would push it up. It would stay only on their feet while they are in handstand. And, and then they would walk oh, to the oh, next yeah. platform and leave it there. <laughs> because this is how you yeah, live uh, Formula One. <laughs> That's... But just, just that moment of unique feeling yeah. with everything, with the physical thing, 
with the idea being realized and you know it was it was the original Schumacher Formula One car top so it was it was everything at that moment that I could possibly have as an emotional feeling. And I, I like for me the important thing is what kind of feelings do I experience, mm. sure, not yeah. what kind of things do I see or what. But mm. but that feeling was really was really great and it was it was great for the whole team and for the spectators and so it, it's somehow even though it was playful useless in a way but it served <laughs> everything. And no, but like made you feel right, and that's yeah. so rare. I, I'd say people. it sounds very worthwhile. Yes. You know? I, I think that's that's a great note to end on. Um, for people listening, if they're interested in PowerPlay, where can we send them online to learn more or get in touch with either one of you? So we have a YouTube channel, Fitness to... Playful Way to Fitness mm -hmm. 2 with a... Two with the number with two. With the number, but we probably will link it below. Yeah, I'll link it in the description. And our emails, that's the... Because definitely not a, f a cell phone number or WhatsApp for Fozzy, so we'll have our emails. Okay. And um, yeah, for anyone listening, if you're interested, go check it out. Thank you very much, the two of you, Raluca and Fozzy. Thanks. Thank you, Michael. Nice questions. Thank yeah. you. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you around. Peace.